welcome to the second episode of the Ralph Shaheen Show presented by Lucas Oil Products. This is, uh, as we said at the beginning of our first episode, this is something we've been wanting to do around here at Speedsport, kind of get into the podcast world. Everybody's been doing it. So we figured, hey, better late than ever. Uh, but you know, that's what happens when you're an 85-year-old startup. Sometimes things come a little bit slow, right? That's how old Speedsport is, 85 years old. So we thought we would call this the Ralph Shaheen Show, and we would just get in there and get some of our good buddies from the racing world and some of the other different areas that we hang out in and get together and talk racing and cars and all that sort of stuff. And joining us today is a real good pal, a four-time NHRA champion. Three of those titles coming in the top fuel category, and one of those in funny car. And that, of course, is Gary Selzy. Now, Gary is probably, no, definitely the wackiest person I know. There's no doubt about it. Aren't you, Selzy? Boy, I'll tell you, what an intro. First of all, what is the second show? I didn't make the first show. No, you didn't get the first show. You're not. If if you'd have won five championships, maybe. <laughs> I get it. I'm, I'm South Liver. Yeah. Well, see, actually, Brad Doty got the first show, and and there's a reason for it. For those of you that might have missed that one, the first professional yeah, yeah, well, interview I ever did. Well, no, the first professional interview I ever did was Brad Doty. I was up at Chico. Really? Yeah. At a World of Outlaw race, and I was going to college up there. So I figured, you know, first professional interview, first podcast interview, Doty's, you know, been a pretty good luck charm. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't feel so bad now because I love Brad. Right? I mean, how can you go wrong with Brad Doty? That's right. Yeah. So tell me the story of Ron Selzy. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going right I, there. You know, I'm, not, I'm not wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you know you were a part of that. I know uh, indirectly. Yeah. So tell us well, about. Ron we were Selzy. racing in St. Louis, and Ron Caps and I always uh, did these dirt uh, dirt race charity slash golf tournament slash Duncan balls. Um, so we rented a car in St. Louis, hopped in the thing, took off, and. And I got a flat tire. So we turned around, smoked it back to the rental car place, and they all they had left was a pickup. So it was a pretty young girl that uh, was behind the counter. And uh, so Ron and I were kind of flirting with her a little bit. And somehow the paperwork got written down as Ron Selzy. And I think it was Ron because Ron's so pretty and I'm not so pretty. And um, that, That's been my life story with Run caps. So, anyway, so we hop in this pickup and we smoke it to Sedalia, Missouri. And uh, we meet all you guys there for the Michael Ross Foundation golf tournament. Yeah. And uh, he was there, and him and, and Smoke were partners in the sprint car team at that time. And uh, you were the MC at the golf tournament. Yeah. And I, I was your assistant. And if you remember correctly, on every hole, um, there was a bottle. Uh, uh, let me back a minute. Danny was part of the All Star, the not um, I Rock series. Yeah, that was sponsored by Crown Royal. Yep. Every golf cart had a bottle of Crown Royal in it. Somebody, and I'm not sure who, said every time on every hole you have to take a pull from the bottle, 
and there has to be bubbles somewhere. Well, then it got to be every golf shot, and there has to be bubbles come up. So, needless to say, we were feeling no pain and went and did the golf tournament and did the the auction and a grand old time and uh, realized that we were pretty intoxicated and we shouldn't be driving on the street or driving a vehicle at all, period. So, Ron got the great idea that, hey, there's a hotel right across this 40-acre field. We'll just drive through the field. How much trouble can we get in doing that? <laughs> so we did. And uh, it was Ron and I and two of the guests that played in the golf tournament with all our golf clubs in the back. And um, for um, sake of legal purposes, let's say Ron was driving. Yeah, okay. Because Ron's not here to defend himself. That's but right. Ron was driving. That's perfect. So we're probably doing 75, 80 across this field, muddy field. And all of a sudden, we saw a ditch ahead. And needless to say, it was Dukes of Hazard, and things got quiet, and we were airborne. <laughs> and then we landed, nose first. And about 10 seconds later, all the golf clubs landed. <laughs> in the back. And uh, so we got to the hotel, parked it, went to bed, life was grand, until we woke up in the morning. And then started backtracking about what happened. And then walked down the parking lot and looked at this Ford pickup with a big old smile on its face and some teeth missing out of the grill. And this truck was not going to go anywhere. And I'm guessing there's a particular so, rental car company you can't rent from anymore either. Well, Ron can't. <laughs> um, but we did pay the insurance on it. And uh, our good friend Ditchfield, Ron Ditchfield from Ditchfield Transportation, yeah. happened to have a slide bed and delivered it back to St. Louis to the rental car company. And we never heard a word. And Disfield, whose nickname uh, was the Devil and is the Devil, yeah, I'm betting is probably the one who was encouraging the uh, the Crown Royal portion of the program. Oh, he definitely had something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember he, he um, would make me ride with him uh, every year, and uh, some of the best laughs I ever had were hanging out with the old Devil. Oh my God! And then you know our boy Lasowski, he's a uh, he's make bubbles come up and hold it, and then when nobody's looking, spit it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I wonder why we always got together and he never got drunk. Yeah, well, he might have been the only one. Figure that one out. Yeah. So Ron Selzy, yeah. the legend of Ron Selzy. It's a true story. So get this, Ralph. It gets worse. Okay. So six months later, we're at a drag race, and somebody calls me wanting to talk to Ron Selzy. <laughs> and I said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. There is no Ron Selzy. Then that person brought up the uh, pickup that was damaged and brought back um, with a bent frame and front end smashed and da 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 da. Yeah. And I I told them I had no idea what they were talking about, that that truck was delivered back to them six months ago, and that I'm sure that Ron Selfie purchased insurance. So I don't know what they want with me, but I'd be happy to give them Ron Selfie's number. You did it. 
you gave him Cap's number, didn't you? Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and what are friends we, for? Nothing happens. We, we got to live with it. But you're right. We cannot rent at that rent a car place any longer. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah. just one of many stories with you, though, Selzy. You know, and that's why I say you're one. You are probably my wackiest friend because you constantly are delivering on and off the racetrack. And you know, we talked about it right at the top of the show. There, four NHRA championships, three of them coming in top fuel, and then one in funny car. And at the time when you got that funny car championship. You were only the second driver in history outside of Kenny Bernstein to have done so. Since then, I know Del Worsham did it as well. But uh, that yeah. was quite an accomplishment because not only did you just do that and set that tie that record with Kenny, but you also stopped John Force at one of his most dominant periods back then. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Ralph. The championships I won with Alan Johnson and Top Jewel we just flat dominated. And when we won the championship in Funny Car, it was between Caps, myself, and Force. And I think we were all separated within, I don't know, eight to ten points, something like that. And uh, I got beat uh, second round. John Force got beat by Tony Pedregon second round, the second round. And I'm not sure who beat Caps second round, but I ended up winning. I think, I think it was eight points that I won the championship. And uh, it just, um, it, it was different. You know, I mean, I wanted to win it outright, and it just didn't seem complete. Um, you know, just every, we all lost in the same round, and I won by the eight points, and we brought in the... But it, it was still good to, to beat Forrest for the championship and, and be the only the second one to be able to do that. Because obviously... I consider Kenny Bernstein a you know a real champion. Yeah, well, but your transition over to Funny Car wasn't smooth right away, was it? No, it was really a mess. Um, I uh, RJ Reynolds Tobacco Company was leaving the sport um, because of the master settlement with the government. Um, I told Alan I didn't want to drive a top field dragster anymore. Um, I thought the thing was trying to kill me. Anybody goes to YouTube and punches in Gary Selby crashes, you'll see what I'm talking about. And uh, so I wanted to switch to Funny Car, and Alan actually had one. So he wanted to create a new Toyota Funny Car body, get TRD involved, and we thought at the time that we were going to have uh, Pizza Hut and Kentucky Fried Chicken. And um, it was actually the, the 11th hour, and it fell through. And we ended up with white cap and uh, a car that didn't fit me and the ill handling race car and no money to run the car and the hits just kept on coming. And uh, so they put Bruce Sarver back in the car. Um, I was struggling with keeping the thing in the groove. Um, and then they ended up putting a big old weight bar on the front end and Sarver was getting her down the racetrack and they were still struggling, but. Um, but we just couldn't figure it out. And then Don Schumacher jumped on me, and uh, I became the world champion, started winning national events, and and became a world champion, and that's the rest of the story. Yeah, and that was in the Oakley car with the crazy doctor on the hood, right? Which is still, I think, one of the yeah, greatest-looking paint schemes ever. 
Yes. Uh, Jim Gennard, who was a, an innovator and a, yeah. a wild man, uh, and the mad scientist. And those cars were all hand-painted, too. No, no vinyl. Wow. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Jim, of course, for those that might not know, uh, the man behind Oakley in, in so many ways uh, that brought Oakley to life, really, uh, has really impacted the sport in so many ways that people don't really realize. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny that you would say that you thought the top fuel car was trying to kill you and that a funny car would be easier because usually – it's the other way around when you talk to guys. They say that the, the funny car is wilder because of the shorter wheelbase. Well, it, it is, Ralph. It is harder to drive. But they weren't killing anybody in those things, and they weren't blown apart until I switched to funny car. And then, you know, we lost Eric Medlin, and we lost Scott Coletta. Cars were breaking in half. John Force got hurt. Um, you know, things were happening that had never happened before. And uh, then I went to those sure I made the right move. But, you know, those things happened and we figured it out. And um, thanks to John Forrest, really, and uh, Ford Motor Company, they did a lot of research, got their engine, engineers involved, and um, a lot of safety testing, a lot of different things went on to make the cars not break apart. We're talking with Gary Selzy here on the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. Stay with us. We're coming right back for more with the four-time NHRA champ. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant from the labs at Lucas Oil Products. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It also cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and helps increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. We will be celebrating Speedsport's 85th anniversary this year. Incredible how time flies by. To help commemorate the occasion, we've unveiled the Vault Collection of merchandise. A really cool variety of t-shirts, hats, posters, and a lot more. It's all available right now in the store at Speedsport.com. Shop for yourself or get a gift or two for your racing buddies. The Vault Collection of merchandise. Available now in the store at Speedsport.com. Welcome back to the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. Remember, Lucas Oil, track-proven, race-ready. Find a Lucas Oil retailer at lucasoil.com. Gary, uh, I was talking to a mutual buddy of ours, Danny Lasoski. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure you're worried as to where this might be going. (laughs) Danny. Anytime his name is mentioned, I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah rightfully so and don't worry he's going to get his turn in the barrel here on the ralph shaheen show so if if you got one you want to throw back on him later we'll have plenty of opportunity for it but he was telling me a story about the first time uh you stayed at his house over there in higginsville missouri uh, which i think if i remember correctly was population 106 and uh dude said that you told him you were quite the chef and that you wanted to make dinner that first night so you made him drive you over to the local, I guess, Piggly Wiggly or whatever it was, and you guys did a little bit of shopping for all the things that you needed for this extravagant meal that you were going to whip up. Uh, but there happened to be a yeah. problem. 
when you were going for the final item. Do you mind uh, filling our listeners in on that story? Yeah, that's uh, that's a great one. <laughs> so all the World of Outlaws were staying at Danny's house, and when they were out in California, we barbecued some linguiça, which is a Portuguese sausage. So I make up this mustard honey kind of mixture that uh, you cook the sausage and you cut up little pieces and dip it in the honey and mustard. It's, it's out yeah. of this world. Yeah. So thanks. All right, let's go to Piggly Wiggly. Well, I've only seen a Piggly Wiggly in the movies. I have no idea that there's really a Piggly Wiggly. So we roll in this joint and we go and buy some sausage. They didn't have it in the Guisa. Never heard of it. And we buy beans and we buy all, our, all this stuff and so the only thing we're missing is the honey. Well, about that time, here comes an ambulance and paramedics, and we get right to the aisle where the honey's at, and there is this giant, homegrown, uh, coverall-wearing, cave-shoeing <laughs> monster. <laughs> and this guy is laid out cold in a mackerel <laughs> right across the aisle. And the paramedics got the pedals out. They're trying to bring this guy back. Now, I know I'm probably going to take some heat over this. <laughs> but uh, this guy didn't seem to mind that I was eating some honey. <laughs> no. And the paramedics were pretty busy trying to bring it back. And that was the last thing we needed. So I looked at Danny, and he looked at me, and I stepped over the top of him. And I'm throwing Danny some bottles of honey. <laughs> and... Uh, Nobody really knew the difference, and we got out of there with our honey and all the groceries we needed and made tracks. I, I was hoping when he told me that story he was lying, but he's not lying. Uh, no, no. And I don't know if the guy made it or didn't make it. They were still busy at work, and uh, they had their job to do, and I had my job to do. He's <laughs> <laughs> we were hungry, Rob. Yeah, I guess you were. I guess you were. I don't think the guy minded. Yeah, he didn't know at the time, did he? Oh, no, man. No. Oh, that's yeah. classic. You know, I know uh, for you, just getting the uh, R.J. Reynolds sponsorship was a big deal, wasn't it? That was like your first trip back to the East Coast, wasn't it? It was. And coming from California in the land of fruits and nuts, um, and it was, for the record, I'm I'm in Central California, Fresno, where the normal people live. Yeah, I'm not north or south. Just for the record. <laughs> um, yeah, so I come from a very sheltered town called Fresno, farming community, a little bit bigger than than uh, Higginsville. But uh, I flew into Winston Salem to meet Q Wayne Robinson. Yeah, and I I flew into Winston Salem. I got off the plane, and the first sign I see is thank you for smoking. <laughs> and I thought, wow, what a culture shock. Yeah. Coming from California where they want to hang you for for smoking. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was quite an experience. But and, and you didn't really know what Robinson. to expect from his office either, did you? No, you know, I had, uh, he really didn't want a no-name driver to drive their car. Um. And Alan Johnson pretty much insisted on it. And so the next thing you know, I got a first-class plane ticket to Winston-Salem. And uh, I went to Men's Warehouse and bought three suits. And I'm going to date myself here, but I look like 
uh, mini pearl with a price tag hanging out by suit <laughs> and uh, went in to go meet T. Wayne. And uh, he looked at me and said, Goddamn, Selby, aren't you a little overdressed? <laughs> and I said, Wayne, everybody in this room has a job but me. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be underdressed. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah, of course, T. Wayne was uh, running the motorsports for all of R.J. Reynolds. And if you wanted Winston money on your race car or Camel or whatever, one of their products, you pretty much had to go through T. Wayne, who had started underneath Ralph Seagraves, going even further back. You know, Ralph, and T. Wayne was the one that did the Winston Million. Yeah. And did not get approval for it. And That's when that crazy. hit the papers, he, he was telling us the story that when he got his ass in a ringer because um, Mr. Seagraves wanted to know how they were going to pay for this. And Wayne told him, there's no way anybody's going to win that million dollars. But look, at we got $10 million worth of exposure, and, and we're golden. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And then old Golden Bill from Dawsonville won yeah. a million yeah. Well, and of course, you know, we, we talk a lot about RJ Reynolds and Winston with NASCAR, but they were all over drag racing back then too. And you had the Winston Invitational, which happened, what, at Rockingham was a big thing too. So RJ Reynolds was all over that as well. You know, and that's one thing that, you know, thank God we've got, got you know, Powerade and we've got Monster and we've got all these, the, the, these people that sponsor the series, but those specialty races were always so neat. You know, the Winston Invitational. Um, you know, then we raced the funny cars against the dragsters. There was always some neat stuff that was done. And uh, kind of miss that today, seeing those types of things. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's uh, a lot of opportunity for a company like that, maybe Mellow Yellow, with what they're doing in NHRA Drag Racing right now to uh, maybe revamp some of those programs like that and bring some of those back. We're talking with four-time NHRA champion three times in the top fuel category once in funny car that's gary selzy here on the ralph shaheen show presented by lucas oil stay with us we're coming right back for more since 1934 speed sport has been america's motorsports authority get your subscription to speed sport magazine today at speedsport.com Lucas Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant from the labs at Lucas Oil Products. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It also cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and helps increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. We will be celebrating Speedsport's 85th anniversary this year. Incredible how time flies by. To help commemorate the occasion, we've unveiled the Vault Collection of merchandise. A really cool variety of t-shirts, hats, posters, and a lot more. It's all available right now in the store at Speedsport.com. Shop for yourself or get a gift or two for your racing buddies. The Vault Collection of merchandise. Available now in the store at Speedsport.com. Welcome back to the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, of course, track-proven, race-ready, and you can find a Lucas Oil retailer at lucasoil.com. And, hey, if you, if you like this, Celsius, uh, I know you can't see it, but I'll make sure you get one. We got these brand-new Speedsport T-shirts and stuff. 
but pretty good. If you want to get one of those, just visit our store at speedsport.com. What size are you running these days? Gary, you XL or are you moving on you to double X? I'm uh, I'm in car cover size. Let's do that double X. Um, yeah. Is that small I, car, I like a, a Prius or, or a big one? No, it's like a full size. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we slip into these days. Okay. I love it. Hey, yeah. listen, we can't talk to you about all of your success because your boys, Dominic and Gio, are really, really tearing tearing it up on the racetrack these days the two of them are showing so much promise you must be extremely proud of how they're doing these days you know i am ralph it's i tell you you with children and i see you with your boy um you just being able to be with them is so special like to have them doing very well in racing and enjoying what they're doing and me being able to help a little bit it, it means the world to me um and to watch the similarities, I was telling my wife, I said, you know, Dominic and Giovanni are kind of little assholes on race day. And uh, she looked at me, she said, really? <laughs> she said, do you remember me throwing you out of a bus on Sunday mornings? And tell you I'll see you when you're done at the end of the day? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I do remember that. But they're both very focused. Both offices. Um, you know, Dominic's fun-loving and having a good time and um, you know, he'll talk to a tree for a half hour before he realizes it's a tree. <laughs> and Giovanni, he's, he's got his nose and set up and watching yeah. cars. And he'll, at the racetrack, he'll talk to you if you talk to him, but he'll, it'll be short and sweet. Yeah. But, um, but I'm very proud of both of them, and they're both doing a hell of a job. Dominic wears that speed sport ring every day, like I wear my championship ring. I love it. So, of course, Dominic. Be proud of. Yeah, Dom won the uh, speed sport challenge last year in Knoxville, and, and you know, then it got him into the A main, and then he did a tremendous job fighting his way up through to a really good run that night. And of course, Geo was already in, but the one guy who was more nervous than anybody all week long was you. Yeah, you know, Ralph, it, it's it's so hard. To watch your kids race because one you know there's danger but you know you want them to do well and you know like when Dominic was leading that race I was making the sign of the cross every lap yeah. um, and then I happened to be in Chico, California when Giovanni won his first outlaw race and their success doesn't really surprise me um, although I don't expect to I just uh and it's hard to explain. I, I just wanted them to have a good time, be safe, and I wanted them to enjoy themselves. Um, but I, I also want to see them, you know, be safe. Yeah. You know, you were a pretty good wheelman on dirt as well, and you've been a very successful car owner uh, in open-wheel ranks as well. Did you ever think that maybe you should have gone that route instead of the drag racing? Well, first of all, Ralph, you know and I know I suck. It's dirt racing. <laughs> I was horrible. I don't think I ever finished a race. Um, I was, uh, I was, the speed never meant anything to me. I always felt like I could go faster. And the old saying, go slower to go faster, holds true. Um, but I, I, I wish I would have done some dirt racing. I mean, I, I, I don't know that I, I certainly wouldn't have been as successful as I was back race. But, um, I love dirt racing. I've loved it from day one. And then becoming good friends with Danny 
Um, and then meeting all the other outlaws, and I'm, I'm really good friends with Donnie Shop and a lot of the other guys uh, because they help my kids, and they, uh, you know, and I've just been friends with them. How did Gio and Dom stay out of the dragsters and and get into the dirt stuff? You know, when they were little, um, all they had were junior dragsters. And you had to go all the way to Sacramento, which is about three hours away. Or you had to go to Bakersfield, which is a little less than two hours away. And um, they loved dirt racing from watching Danny and and going to the strip club races and things like that. And uh, so a friend of mine had a genius sprint car, and we put Dominic in it, and he took it took to it like a duck to water, and that's just the, kind of the direction they went. Well, you know, you say you weren't much of a uh, dirt racer, but you have raced the Chili Bowl, and you did the Celebrity All Star Race there at the Chili Bowl, and talking with our pal Ron Caps about that. He tells a story of how he thought he had that race won, and the next thing he knew, just like when he was racing you in drag racing, he said, you always had to worry about Selzy because he was always coming. He was never an easy beat in a round. And he said, and there it was, just when he thought he had the checkers in sight, you came flying around the outside off of four, beat him to the line, but you did it in the air, and then crossed the finish line in the air and got hung up on the fence. Yes. And all I asked was, they were asking me, oh, I had a buzz up there, and I said, did I beat Cap? Did I beat Cap? And we had a little side bet at Pomona at the Winter Nationals. He had to run the quarter mile with me in a rickshaw. <laughs> so Cap was always a good sport and a good sign. And still is today. Well, listen, you've been a good sport, and I appreciate you joining us here on the Ralph Shaheen Show presented by Lucas Oil. And listen, you weren't our number one guest. You were number two, but you're still number one in our hearts, Selzy. Well, you know, always do the right thing to say, Ralphie. (laughs) All right, champ, listen, four-time NHRA champion Gary Selzy joining us here on the Ralph Shaheen Show presented by Lucas Oil. Gary, thanks, pal. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Ralph, and good luck with the new show. I'm sure it'll be a hit. Okay, buddy. Thank you very much. Folks, thanks for joining us here today. Stay with us. We're going to have one of these coming every week. A lot more great guests coming your way here on the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. Just remember, Lucas Oil, track-proven, race-ready. Find a Lucas Oil retailer at lucasoil.com. We'll see you soon.